This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Uh, We're learning that retired Supreme Court of Canada Justice Beverly McLaughlin has been appointed by members of the legislature to lead that investigation into allegations of spending abuse by those two suspended legislature administration officials. Let's talk more about this now with the help of Richard Zussman, who is our Global News online legislative reporter. Hi, Richard. Hi, Simi. Busy day for you as well. Yes, it has been another busy day here at the BC (laughs) Legislature. They're going on break for the next few weeks back to the ridings, and so they're trying to jam everything in over the last few hours. So it's been up and down the stairs, in and around the buildings, across the street for Premier Horgan. Oh, boy. And now the best part of the day is get to chat with you. Oh, that's so nice. Okay, so let's get a recap then. Let's start with this. Uh, Beverly McLaughlin, that is a huge name to be looking into this. Yeah, so the Legislative Assembly Management Committee promised an eminent jurist, and they're now saying you couldn't find anyone more eminent than Beverly McLaughlin, the longest-serving Chief Justice in the Supreme Court of Canada's history. She is now retired, and she's going to take on this project of being a special investigator looking into the Plekis report, the response from Craig James and Gary Lenz, the clerk and sergeant at arms of the BC legislature, uh, as well as the then rebuttal from Speaker Plekis. She will have the power to do interviews with individuals as well as uh, to get the information that she needs to get to the bottom of this. And ultimately, the reason why the Legislative Assembly Management Committee is doing this is to determine the future of Lenz and James here at the legislature. So right now, they They are on leave with pay. Uh, They have been accumulating that uh, since they were put on leave in November. Uh, The question is what the committee and then the legislature will do. They can make the decision to keep them on leave with pay as the investigation continues with the RCMP. They can decide to move them to leave without pay. They could fire them or they could decide to reinstate them to the job. So that's what McLaughlin will be looking at. She has pretty substantial powers uh, and will ultimately make that uh, recommendation to the committee. She has to report back by May 3rd. Okay, so how is this different then from what the Auditor General is looking at? Yeah, so the Auditor General is doing a forensic audit, and so that's a look at the numbers and and how money has been spent. What McLaughlin is looking at, and we got the the reference points today is five different things. So I'll read them out for you because I think they're important. Okay. First, uh, whether there was uh, improperly and knowingly receipt of improper payouts of vacation pay by reason of uh, their failure to record vacation lead. This is whether the clerk or sergeant arms engaged in any of the th- of these things. Right. Whether they improperly made purchases of a personal nature and expensed them to the legislative assembly, whether they made improper claims and receipt of retirement allowances, whether they were uh, improperly removed legislative assembly assets and property. So obviously that alludes to the uh, wood splitter. And the last one is whether there was improper use of legislative assembly property beyond an incidental or reasonable work-related purpose. So those are the allegations from the Plekis report that McLaughlin's looking specifically at. It doesn't have to do with the sort of 
day to day spending, and that's what the forensic audit will look at: is where the money was spent, how it was spent. This is looking at the idea of improper or proper behavior, whether James and Lenz broke the rules of the legislature, and McLaughlin will make a decision on all of that as well. Right. So it sounds like the legislature is looking for backup for whatever their next decision is. Exactly. That's that's the big, huge part of all this, Simi. Uh, House Leader Mike Farner was speaking today, and and he brought that up. Right. This is a a very complicated legal matter involving, you know, a human resources issue around two employees who have lifetime appointments. And you can't just get rid of employees like this. There would be a a cost to it if they were dismissed wrongfully. So uh, the work of McLaughlin will support the decision that the legislature makes. It also uh, should, and we're not it's totally certain on this, should for now silence Speaker Daryl Plekis and his Chief of Staff Alan Mullen. You know, I think the thought is that while the process goes on, they should not be adding anything more right. to this debate or conversation. Uh, they should allow McLaughlin to do her work. And we expect uh, that she will do interviews with Plekis and Mullen, as well as James and Lenz. We're not sure if their lawyers will allow it, but no doubt McLaughlin will be looking to speak to all of them about what unfolded here. Right. So how many investigations does that make now? Right. You've got the RCMP, yeah. two special prosecutors. Like, well, how, how many are there? So I think five is probably the short answer. So the five are the RCMP is investigating. There are two special prosecutors. So let's call that two. We have Beverly McLaughlin's special investigation. We have a workplace review that's now going on. Uh, and then we're also uh, doing the forensic audit from the Auditor General. So they're not all full reports and, and investigations, but there's five different things that are basically being looked at at the same time involving different elements of the accusations that were brought forward that were uh, occurring here at the legislature. Okay, so and, and pretty tight timeline on this, right? You were saying the Beverly McLaughlin's report will be back, what, May, beginning of May? Yeah, so she has a few months now, uh, just a little less than two months uh, to get these interviews done, uh, to make her decision. You know, she is working from uh, previously collected information, right? So she's not going to, you know, rebuild the entire case, but she is going to look at the very specific allegations that were brought forward, the information that Speaker Plekis and Alan Mullen provided, and determine whether that information um, is enough to have merited, you know, a decision that they broke the rules. And no doubt uh, McLaughlin will be looking at the existing rules. Uh, I also had a brief conversation uh, two weeks ago uh, with uh, Craig James, uh, the clerk. And one of the things that he mentioned uh, in that brief conversation was that he has not yet spoken to the RCMP. Um, I assume that this interview with McLaughlin, if he decides to do it or his lawyers allow him to, would be the first sort of conversation he's had explaining verbally his side of the story. We've clearly seen their response in written form, but it will be interesting. Uh, We are also being told that McLaughlin's final report will be available uh, to the public, but we're not sure if if we'll get to find out what was said in these interviews with James and Lenz, because I think the public is very curious to hear their explanations uh, for many of these expenses brought forward in the Plekis report. Oh, we sure are. Okay, Richard, thank you. Simi, my pleasure as always. Thank you. That's Richard Zussman, our Global News online legislative reporter. Five now investigations into the spending, expenses, whatever you want to call it, scandal at the B.C. legislature.